you're listening to a talk of spirit anime cast my name is andrew i'm joined here with chris yo and today's episode or at least this episode <laughs> is on mushuka tensai it's a mush- it's a jobless cast as as i'm trying to keep a regular jobless cast at least whenever big stuff happens and let's face it episode 21 was absolutely insane <laughs> I had to make sure with Chris last night, like, because I know that he had the night of it airing, he had a migraine. So I'm like, okay, I gotta make sure he's actually watched it so that we can talk about it. Because, dang, that episode was insane. But yeah, uh, first of all, and and for some people to know, I might put this up before our discussional podcast, our weekly episode. So if you're hearing this, just know there's a there's an actual podcast coming. I just wanted to do this one too. So, but yeah, episode twenty one or twenty of Jobless. So super spoilers for Jobless Reincarnation. If you have not watched up to twenty one, we're going to talk about that uh, the series as a whole. So yeah, episode twenty. What was your thoughts? We had two really important things happen in episode twenty. One was obviously the reveal, the big reveal of the figure of Roxy, <laughs> and then of course the, the rescuing of of Lillian and um and Aisha. So what was your what was your thoughts on the the figure reveal? Like. Well, I guess anything you want to discuss about the episode is 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 fine. So that was the greatest uh, figure ever, and I want one. <laughs> I had like a a little bit of a a sadness about that episode because the first part of it, I mean, the figure part made up for it, but I mean, like it was kind of a letdown segment, like overall. But I think the crucial part of that entire storyline, those two episodes, was definitely the introduction of Aisha and how like really smart she is and stuff. And of you, course, you I guess re you know re being reunited with Lilia. You don't think that the cursed uh, child was probably a little bit more of a yeah, but that was like right at the end. Yeah, like like the whole beginning half was literally well, just the okay. guy wanting to become okay. his disciple. <laughs> taking taking into consideration, I guess more the fact that uh, episode twenty one kind of more revealed. What a cursed child or blessed child, whatever you want to call it, is. Just that the fact that they can't see them, that's about it. That they can't see what? That the gods can't see, can't, like, I guess, see cursed children. Like, he can't, he said that he couldn't watch the dragon god because he was a cursed child. That's all they really revealed. No, that there's more significance to it. What's the significance that I missed? The, just them being a blessed slash uh, cursed child um was revealed in uh episode 21 the second uh 20 or i'm sorry 20 21 revealed that there is more significance to cursed slash uh blessed children right what was the significance that i missed i'm guessing <laughs> that I'll... they're more than just a normal person what was that that aspect i'm i'm trying to gather what that aspect is that they're more important than just well okay there's there's uh there's normal people then there's people who are blessed or sl- or cursed, and that was more uh, revealed that that significance is much more in the next episode when we talked about Ostard being a cursed child or blessed child or whatever. Who's what the blessed children? Well, they they first referenced um, the uh, the second prince as a blessed child, and then they revealed the a cursed side to him. Then they went into Osterd, which was a um, a cursed slash blessed child. I've never they, seen any reference to blessed children, <laughs> so you you're getting I, something I, that I, I didn't. For whatever reason, I I uh, they they mentioned cursed, and I thought they mentioned him as a blessed child as well. 
So I don't know it, the if if that's interchangeable or if that's a translation error or whatever have you. I remember them saying "blessed child" or uh, "cursed child" at some point. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't catch any blessed mention of blessed. I didn't know. That I just assumed Zenoba, the Zenoba was a cursed child. I just, and then they mentioned that they can't see the cursed children. Or he specifically says that the dragon god is a cursed child. And that's why he wasn't able to know that he was going to be there because he can't see him or he can't see in the future of him. So he would, he would never have seen that moment that he po- crossed paths with uh, Rudy. Well, I that's don't think all, that that's and the fact that they're born with strength. That's about all I've seen. They referenced the cursed children. I don't think that that's necessarily what it is. Um, I, I'm because obviously uh, he, uh, the, the prince had uh, abnormal strength and he never said anything about oh, not being yeah, able to I see Oh, yeah, I have it in him. my notes. I just assumed that it was because he's the dragon god is the reason why he couldn't walk, he couldn't see him. Now, the fact that he's cursed obviously has something to do with it, but that's not necessarily... I think this is the mix-up. So, we know, based on the man-god's reference, that the dragon god is a cursed child. They said that, specifically, um, uh, Zenoba was a blessed child... But that was that was specifically Aisha talking about him. So it's not. It, so I'm wondering if it's a thing where the people think that he's blessed because he has strength, but the gods see it as a curse. I don't know. That could be. That could be where the the. I guess the confusion is coming from. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember specifically them mentioning that Zenoba was a cursed child as well. So I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> that's a long tangent. No, I thought the figure was great. They they do they did technically announce like the week that that came out that they're making a figure of that, and there's a lot of people saying that they've already confirmed that it's supposed to be the exact figure. So it's quite expensive because of that <laughs> because you typically well, castoffs with replaceable parts are typically expensive. Plus, it's a popular brand. So they also mentioned at some point that uh, supers were cursed as well. They're not cursed, no. They were they given a spear that, spear that is, cursed. is cursed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that made their hair change and all that kind of stuff. But that's 21. We're talking about 20. <laughs> well, no. you that that The reason why I'm saying that that is more significant than they first implied it in episode 20 was because of what happened in 21. You, the, all of the... that That's my point, is that it is more significant than just... They're, they're they're blessed or cursed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I don't agree. So, what do you think of the re uh, the reuniting with Lilia? I thought that was a great scene. I, I I just love, like I said, and I think it's a lot to do with me rewatching the entire series as kind of re being reintroduced to the significance of Lilia and uh, Aisha versus Rudy. Just how much Lilia loves Rudy, just because he technically saved her life. I I I. Th- I thought it was a fantastic scene. The um, the returning, the <laughs> yeah, the hug was, was and really you haven't changed at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I absolutely loved that. Um, oh yeah, and, the, and a happy birthday. I love the yeah, I loved the acknowledgement of um, a secret that um, 
that they he was trying to keep away from Aisha and and that she actually figured it out a long time ago. Go uh, going back to the idea of that she's a lot more smarter than she reveals. So yeah, I love that that entire that entire sequence of events. It's funny because it's like it's trying to figure out exactly what point she actually figured it out, and you could right? probably say it's because Eris kept saying or, literally that one morning she says Rudius like mm-hmm. she's like. Please introduce, uh, make sure to introduce me to Roxy Rudius, and she just yells it out loud while Aisha's asleep. So it's like, I'm sure Aisha might have been awake at that point, but just every time she says Rudy and then corrects her or Rude and then corrects herself. But I, I think it was the point. The only point you actually get to see Aisha look like she acknowledges something was the point in which Rudy first, you know, when when everybody's being reunited at the end part, and Rudy comes up and puts his hand on Aisha's head, and Lilia looks at him. You can see Aisha has like that look of like figuring it out kind of thing. So it was really cute to say, I'm sorry I called you an anti brother. It was it was way cute. But no, I I think the the Lilia scene was probably the the greatest point of that entire episode. I just love that the hug, the giving the gift back to him, the here's the pendant that Sylphie was gonna give you and just a just a really cute scene. Seeing that she he's never changed because he's like, you know, you're pressing up against me. Oh, you haven't changed. That's great. <laughs> and then her hiding from Aisha the moment that she walks up was was really cute. I just I just love the two of them. Um I just it's a great little little pairing there. So sucks that they're already parted ways, but that's kind of a given. I, I would have hated Lilia and Aisha to be there when they met up with the dragon god, to be honest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. That would that would have been really bad because I'm sure Lilia would would have done everything that she could to protect Rudy and that would have not ended well. So yeah, just a, just a fantastic episode. Even despite, like I said, I felt like the whole thing with the, the Prince was kind of a throwaway, but as I kind of mentioned in my impressions video is like, again, Zenoba will probably come back in the picture at some point. They don't waste these characters it, revealing this blessed, cursed, whatever guy. And then him just leaving. I mean, they're, "Quote unquote exiled," but I'm sure that they'll yeah, run the radio. There's, there's no way that one that that was insignificant. I, I, I. It does, it does bother me that we will eventually run into his brother again. <laughs> I could do without Pax. It was his name, Pax. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I could do without Pax, but yeah. I, I granted, I, I don't, I didn't really like Zenoba as a character because he's literally he feels like a a Beetlejuice character, and it's like, and I'm sure that Beetlejuice was probably made. <laughs> in some kind of inspiration after this guy but yeah just he looked like he was just kind of skittering around like a cockroach and everything it's like okay dude chill <laughs> just chill. Mm-hmm. uh but yeah super super powerful guy that I'm, I'm sure will be coming back later on but yeah anyways episode 21 insane <laughs> episode 21 was insane so it opens up they're still traveling at some point Eris keeps going on about wanting to fight these red dragons they keep seeing they did establish with typical fantasy that dragons are incredibly powerful, uh, powerful enough that the seven would even turn away. The lower of the sevens would probably turn away from fighting them. And they kind of equate it because they typically fight in packs. So yeah, they, these lower of the seven could probably take on a dragon, but they're going to be in a pack. So in that case, they said, I think only the, the top two would be able to take on a pack of dragons, which would be the dragon God and technique, technique God. So that was that was interesting to again typical fantasy dragons are typically extremely powerful in these worlds so i did i did get a kick out of the um kind of acknowledgement that technique and dragon god are 
generally um, on the same level. They they did flat out say that Ostert is more stronger than Technique. More even powerful, though, yes. More because powerful. he could destroy the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> if he wasn't cursed. Right. And he – so so they're implying that Technique is technically stronger. At, however, Dragon does have more power. So that was an interesting kind of notation. My assumption was that, based on the name, that Technique has more technique, right. more capability, more skill – Whereas the dragon god is just super powerful. I mean, the it, it's weird because it's one of those things of like what came first. Um, he mentions the idea that he's he's the most powerful, and if they fought, he would win. Which implies that even with his curse to keep him from destroying the world, he would still win against technique. Or is it a thing where his full potential would be able to take on technique because he could destroy the world? It, it's kind of it's kind of left in the air. But it, I mean, based on the idea of him just saying if they fought right now would imply that he would have the curse, he would still win because he's that powerful. Yeah, the, it, it was just one of those kind of more side notations that, you know, you 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 pick up on it as you're going through. So, yeah. Eris is now apparently a warrior, so that was cool. She was super happy about that and had to be pinched. <laughs> he had to pinch him there. Uh, but no, okay, so the big thing... The big thing, yes, as they're walking, they eventually Rajurd and Eris both freeze in their trap, uh, in their steps, traps, freeze in their steps. They're inflicted by something, which at the time it just seems like they're just kind of uh, maybe an aura scaring them. But yes, technically it is. There's the the cursed children, f- the curse of fear, not cursed children, the curse of fear specifically. It's a separate thing from the cursed children aspect. Um, it is basically keeping them still. Later on, it's implied that Rudy is not affected by this because he might be because he's in from another world. But yeah, they're kind of stuck in their traps. I said it again, stuck in their traps. <laughs> and so yeah, we we get the introduction of both uh, Orsted and Nanahoshi. These two are walking the same or walking the opposite direction. And yeah, it's quite an introduction. <laughs> uh, even though Rajur doesn't want to do anything, he's like, no, don't do anything. Uh, they kind of pass by. And this is where we we kind of have Orsted acknowledges you must be Rajured, and so that must mean the person with your that's with you is Eris Grey Rat, and that apparently he he says specifically there's nothing we can do about that right now. Let's just go. Like excuse us. So it implies at this point that eventually he is going to run into Eris and Rajured, and he's going to have to handle something, but he's not going to do it right now. Which then, at that point, for me, implies that similar to the Man God, the Dragon God can see the future. And that he sees at some point, Rajurd and Eris is going to be involved in that, but not right now. Do you get the same thing? Yeah, I can go with it. The interesting thing that comes of this is because as he's leaving, and Rajurd's like, you know, just leave him be, don't do anything. Rudy has to open his big mouth. <laughs> I, was, I was joking about the fact that it's like, I don't think he's going to trust people going forward. It's like, just don't, just don't talk to random people. <laughs> don't, especially people that are, you know, walking by and Rajurd is unable to move. If Rajurd's not doing anything, don't do anything. Which, yes, technically we have to acknowledge that this was the point in which the flagging that they did way back when they got to the Holy City finally came true, which was if we ever run into one of these seven... We're probably dead because Rajard wouldn't take him on. Wouldn't be able to take him on. So we flagged it there. And now we're finally 
playing into that. So, yeah, Rudy couldn't leave it at that, and Rudy asked him how he knows Rajard and Eris, and yeah, that's this is where kind of things go downhill very quickly. He does introduce himself as Orsted. Um, he asked, uh, Orsted asked him specifically, who are you of the Grey Rat family? And this was the other thing that I, it's definitely interesting. And this is, this is, this is the can of worms that opens up. He says, who are you? Um, he says, I'm Rudy Grey Rat. And he's like, which of the Grey Rat family branches are you? He's like, I'm the son of Paul. And he says, but Paul only had two daughters. And this is where things get really crazy in my head. Cause it's like, okay, so he sees a future. He sees a past. He sees what's going on in the world. But he doesn't know about Rudy. But he specifically knows about the two daughters. Which implies that Rudy is unseen by him. Which does imply that anybody that is going to be Sekai wouldn't be seen by the gods. So it, it kind of throws a really interesting wrench in there. Um, are you Well, could that not possibly... If, if we're going by what you were saying about the cursed children, would that imply that uh, he's a cursed child? I would think that th- that and I and I thought about that, but it's at the same time it's like, well, it why could wouldn't be a blessed that... thing as well? But since I th- we're throwing it out there, yeah, there's there's two things there. Why wouldn't the man god acknowledge the fact that he is um, a curse or blessed child? Um, the second thing is they always seem to imply that it's great strength, but I guess it could be mana as well. Mana capability is part of that curse, but I think it's more of a thing of dragon god way back here foreseeing everything that's going to play out, but. He didn't foresee somebody bringing an element from the outside that completely throws a wrench in it. Now, another side note is that also negates the dragon god as the one that brought him to the world. There's guns by theory. You're going to jump in that already, aren't you? <laughs> and this sucks because this is the one that I, I always hate whenever I'm doing an impressions video. And then as I'm editing, I think of something. Um, specifically, Nanahoshi. And somebody pointed this out in the comments, too, um, on my video. Nanahoshi's a very not-European name. Plus, they put a lot of emphasis on her long black hair. Okay. You can go with so, that. So, my theory right now is that the dragon... Because, specifically, the man-god. What did the man-god say a long time ago in their first meeting? Rudy said, are you the one that brought me here? And he said, no. The wicked dragon god is more equipped to that. Is more capable of doing that. So it implies that, yes, the dragon god brought somebody over. Now, my theory is going on, and if you look back in the second episode, I think it is, they show the moment that Rudy got hit by the truck, and it starts going in the whole thing where there's a kid in the ambulance, they're taking care of him, and then there's search dogs, and they're saying two of the students are missing. And so there's a female and another guy. And I don't know if the the female's arguing with one of the boys. I don't know if that boy is in the ambulance, but there's two boys and one girl. And then there's Rudy. And they're specifically saying two of the students are missing. So, my theory is the Dragon God brought that girl over. And then either Rudy got, you know, caught up in it. And maybe the other guy. Or possibly the Man God took the opportunity to move him. The other theory is, is that when the Dragon God brought Rudy over, he just didn't know where he brought him. So he just brought him over and then lost track of him. And the Man God stepped in and said, ooh, I'm going to take advantage of this and use him because the dragon god can't see him. So my, my theory is that probably Nanahoshi is probably the girl from the accident and that Rudy got caught up in the, uh, sec- the Sekai, <laughs> the transfer. Yeah, that's an interesting, that's an interesting idea. Because the, the other reason why I say this is because what is the statement that 
Nanahoshi says the moment that Rudy is basically fading away. She says something to the effect of something's not right. Maybe he's dot, dot, dot. So she might see that he's special just like her. I don't know how she would jump to that conclusion on the fact that he's, you know, doing incantationless spells and that the dragon god specifically doesn't know about him because the dragon god should know about him. And so maybe she's like, okay, well, if he can't see my future and he can't see this Rudy guy's future or where he's from, maybe he's similar to me. Uh, that's that's very interesting. I didn't I didn't I didn't catch that scene, um, but that that does that does explain because uh, because uh, I ne- I didn't understand why why she would stop Ostert and ma- make him heal him. Yeah, there's th- this is that's the only way I can explain that. Why would Nanahoshi care about Rudy? That that would that would that would give a lot of credence to that because that I mean I really like that idea. Why did the Dragon God kill Rudy? He's because working he, with Mangal. He thought, yeah, because he thought he had something to He's do with He's a Mangal. threat. Now, that, that, that brings up another interesting concept, because um, I, I, I kept throwing this idea around in my head, and I, I definitely wanted to bring this up, and, and now that you mention it, I, I remember, the who is technically the bad guy? The Mangod or the, um, the Dragon God? It hasn't really... It, it hasn't play. really put it in no. play. However, they're playing it off heavily that the dragon god is technically the bad guy. Now yeah. we do, we do. He did strike Eris, right? We do. We don't like things that strike Eris. This is true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those things that um, that is being played out, and it seems so um, obvious at, at, out in the open. That they're the the writers trying to play this kind of um, uh, hidden, uh, not, not a hidden. It's a it's a we're not really doing what you think we're doing type thing. And it's it's what what I find interesting about it is obviously the man god is kind of this um, Loki slash um, amuse me kind of person. Yeah, amuse me type character. Um, so we're we're really not sure his true nature um and then at the same time we have um the dragon god who just comes off as this cold um i'm gonna i'm gonna take out whatever's in front of me that doesn't necessarily mean he's bad it just means that he has this uh one track mind and what we also see in a lot of cases there's um the the kind of paladin uh archetype the chaotic good type um archetype i i hate the term chaotic good but or lawful good type thing where no matter what it doesn't matter there's no there's no bending you are evil therefore slash kill (laughs) slash kill (laughs) which it's 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 an interesting idea that maybe the reason why he went right straight after him is because he sees the man god as flat out evil yeah even though the man god is probably just a trickster and he just tends to go both sides of the the court so he could be good and he could be evil and so therefore he he just sees him as evil period because of the fact that he doesn't doesn't have time to mess with you because you're going to cause me problems later so it's an it's an interesting interplay that i can't wait to see where they take these two later on down down the line of 
what what is is the truth behind Ostard and and um the man god so and that's the other thing is like is it an element of there's something going to be coming into play later that he doesn't like that involves the man god or if it's something that has been established before this that the man god was betrayed by him or that he knows the man god's evil in some way because yeah technically the man god is not going to come out and say Oh no, I'm yeah, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> it, and granted, technically, Rudy has never seen him as a good guy. Rudy's always hated him. Right, like he's a he's acknowledged that he's just doing it because he's amusing, and he keeps doing things that offset. Now, granted, the man God has done things for him recently that does improve his vision of him. He helped him save Aisha and helped him save Lilia. Right, so he does, and he did gain the eye because of him. So it's not as if he doesn't like the man god but he just doesn't trust him but that's his nature that he brought over he doesn't trust people he sees him as like a a salesman i think early on he just sees him as a salesman like i have a proposition for you he's like oh no i know people like you (laughs) the people that come to my door try to sell me stuff oh another another interesting thing to note um did you happen to notice that the eyes were not picking up ostard moving it was too fast it was too fast i caught that too and i think that there's an element of um injury because I think every time it shows, whenever he gets an injury, it kind of stops. Because like it was the case when he got hit by the dagger um, in that vision of, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name now. Um, the Saint of the North, I think it was his, his name, uh, or at least his title. But yeah, it, it, it he just wasn't, it was cool because it shows that. And then suddenly there's Rajur there to, to kind of block it. So um, yeah, that was, that was crazy because he's just like hitting with a spear and, and Horsha just kind of just slapping it away <laughs> in slow motion. Really incredible animation, that fight. Oh my gosh. It's like, with all these other studios, like, especially with 86, they're, like, taking all these delays, and somehow they're still keeping this show together, so they're doing an absolutely incredible job. Uh, plus, I, I forgot to mention earlier, every time I see the turning point in the title from now on, <laughs> I'm going to be prepared, because <laughs> this is turning point two, and turning point one was obviously the mana disaster, so um, they're always they're always crazy episodes. But no. Uh, I think that that was everything that was before that, but um, yeah, technically we have the whole scene with the man god. And this is where we get into, yes, the cursed children and the green hair specifically. And this is where it, he, he points out, so Rajur's a cursed child um, because of his strength, I think he was saying, because of his strength, he, he must be a cursed child. And he said, no, the Superds got that strength, that curse from Laplace. Laplace imbued, Laplace had um he was a cursed child and he had three other curses one of them was the fear and the fear the curse of fear he imbued into his in the spears that he gave the superds so when the superds got it they got the curse of fear plus the green hair that was a staple of laplace so this is where it's like crazy interesting so we've established that what does people describe the superds as green hair and the gym but the green hair was never a thing of this particular tribe. It was something that was given to them in the spears, and just everybody equates them as being green haired because that's when they went crazy and started killing a bunch of people, obviously. But um, I, he said that the power was waning because uh, it's been so long, I guess, because the spears' power, I guess, is waning. Um, so the, the, the curse of fear is waning from the spear, so it doesn't impact people as much. And that was be why, you know, it didn't impact Rudy when he first met him. But also because he cut his hair. <laughs> so that's that green hair being gone, I guess, is part of the, the 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 actual fear itself. But it had me wondering, like, 
I wonder if Sylphie's involved with the boss in some way. <laughs> Doesn't that make you wonder? Because she has the green hair. I mean, she's not going to have the gem because I think the gem is specifically Superbs. They always have the gem. It's the third eye. But the green hair specifically for the Superbs was from Laplace. Sylphie? Question mark? <laughs> I don't know. I thought they said that that had something to do with the elves, but I don't, I don't remember. That's been a while. Yeah. I think they did mention that, but I think that might be an assumption. But, yeah. I don't think anybody knows about the spears and – or not the spears, but the – the Laplace and his green hair, but of course, technically, Sylphie's, I don't think anybody fears Sylphie, so that would kind of negate that a little bit. On first, on first, uh, if I remember right, the first uh, interaction, yes, they do do fear her, but she had been uh, interacting with the because village so much. Yeah. She had been interacting with the village so much they had came to love her, so... Because she went. <laughs> oh, wait. Or was that? Because she was outburst. Roxy. That was Roxy. I take that back. I'm sorry. Yeah, Roxy, but also Sylphie. But what they mentioned with Sylphie was it was like that brief moment just before the mana disaster. Sylphie went to visit them and give them the, the necklace to Lilia. And they mentioned the idea that she, when Rudy left, she started like, you know, acting out, acting out attacking kids. And, and eventually people stopped uh, bullying her. And so she's a lot more outgoing. But yeah. That was a little crazy, though. That little reveal was was pretty crazy. Um, I think that was pretty much the conversation he had. Yeah, and that's when they talked about the whole idea of um, the Dragon God probably being more powerful than the Technique if they actually fought. I wonder if they're implying that the Man God is, is Technique. I don't think so. Because the, the Seven does not include a quote-unquote Man God. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, there's, there's... Because technically, Dragon God doesn't necessarily mean that he's the Claymore God or anything like that. So, I... The Claymore God. Well, just some whatever uh, fight ability you want to give them. Because they have... Each one of them has a different type. So, um... Well, what I'm specifically saying is if you look into the... If you equate it to that um, monument that they looked at... There was no man god, but there was a technique god. There was a dragon god. Well, the seven only implies who is the strongest. Right. And that's the title they were given. Well, it doesn't specify that they that, that they were given that title because they were the most powerful seven. It could just be that that's what their title is. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to come and correlate with it. I just find it... And, I, and I, it's, again, it's one of those things where I kind of wanted to look at what people said in regards... Because we talked about that a little bit, like... How does the two of them equate? Is is the title a an aspect that was given to them? Is it something that is like a granted power? It doesn't really. It it does. It kind of leaves it a little vague when it talks about those titles and how they correlate with power. Or it's just that they're like the most powerful of them, I guess. That that and that's the frustrating thing. I did read that, and I it, I'm trying not to. Oh, you up. read the comments yes, regarding that? That's why. That's what you I was gave talking in. <laughs> that's what I was talking about, and you were saying I don't want to know. And yeah, I, I don't want to like, know. Okay, that's why I shut up. See, that sucks now because I can't talk about it in depth because you can't talk about it. In reply. Well, it's only about that. It, that. That's what I was saying. That they were they were at least really good about not spoiling anything. They just talked about that specifically because we talked about it for so long, and I gar- guarantee you they're going to be on the comments on this one talking about that. Like, you guys just told you already. <laughs> I already told you guys. Why do I have to tell you guys again? Um, yeah, technique, dragon, battle, demon, death, sword, North God. Um, so yeah, it doesn't really necessarily have a. 
a man god. So I don't know. I'm kind of wondering if that would be technique, but it doesn't have to be, I guess. But yeah, that's uh, he finally wakes up and or no, he says, well, am I done? I guess I'm done. Where do I go now? Kind of thing. And he's like, well, no, you're not dead. You have no hole in your chest. Uh, but that's when we find out that, yeah, uh, the dragon god had healed him, at least according to Eris. After Nanahoshi said something, he went over and healed him. So, again, that re- implies that she knows something about Rudy. Otherwise, why wouldn't he? And that does make me speculate, though. So, what would she tell the dragon god? Oh, he's the he's the Isekai. He must have been moved with me, if, if the case that she's the Isekai. Oh, he was moved with me. We need him. Or he's, he's, a, he's a bystander. He shouldn't be involved. Heal him. Um, what would imply that he would have to heal him? The only thing I can think of is that he's planning on using him in the future. Like, he's unseen by the gods. He's useful. Save his life. Or he knows the man-god. He's an outsider. We can possibly use him against the man-god. I, I'm just trying to figure out theories in my head because I know this writer's not dumb. This writer does things for reason. The writer's not just going to have, well, because she's seen that he's in his set guy, he says to save him. No, there's going to be a reason. And the only thing I can think of is possibly using him to fight the man-god. Like, we can use him in the future. We can trick him. We can, we can sway him to our side. We can show him. So heal him for now. Yeah, they, they, like I said, the the... the that entire that entire concept did kind of take me take note make make me take note because of the fact like i said as 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 like i like i mentioned the fact that he was so on it to kill him the men, the second he mentioned man god that that <laughs> was such a stupid thing too he's like do you, uh, he's, he, he was about to leave. Rudy was about to leave. He's like, yeah. oh, you know about the man disaster? No. Oh, okay, well, thank you. And walks away. He's like, do you know the man god? Oh, yeah, actually, I see him in my dreams all the time. And then it, there, there was no, there, no hesitation. No hesitation. So it, it, it was one of those things that, that with as stern as he was about that, for them to turn around and heal him back just because of whatever the um, she happened to mention. Now, I, I, don't, I don't discount... I don't discount the idea that he probably was not just, I, I, I don't care to heal him. I, I see her as kind of a, um, similar to the super, uh, to Rujard and Rudy where Rujard doesn't necessarily always think about the consequences of what he's doing. And then Rudy, um, is kind of the one that's going, no, you, sh- you, you really can't do this. This is what you should do. This is, this is the best. And, and Ruger taking that in consideration and doing generally whatever Rudy wants me, wants him to do. So I'm, I'm kind of looking at it in the same, the same way where Alster probably doesn't really think things through. And Nanahoshi is probably just kind of, for lack of a better term, his heart where um, she says, no, you should, you should probably do this or you should, shouldn't probably do this. And sometimes it's not necessarily always uh, right away that she gets to be able to uh, calm down, Oster. <laughs> but no, the, the, the fact of how quickly he reacted to that does lead me to believe that there is a, a massive amount of bad blood between the two, no matter how you look at it. So, um, for her to turn around and say, no, you really shouldn't. Like I said, I really like the idea of what Andrew is mentioning here. This idea of the possibility that, uh, she noticed that he might be from another world along with her. 
So that make that that leaves so many interesting doors open in in, in that aspect of. So does that mean that she had him? Um, I, I I lean towards the fact that she probably just um, seen him as somebody. Not necessarily that. I mean, she probably did use that to get Oster to go the push him over the edge, um, because he probably seen him as a as a tool piece of the man god. Therefore, kill him, mm-hmm. and her saying, "Well, yeah, we could use him to our advantage if we go ahead and heal him." And so, yeah, I could see that, but I don't know. It's 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 an interesting conundrum in general because she, as a wild card in a lot of ways, makes a lot of the things on 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 the Dragon God side very interesting. It, it really sucks does. because it sucks because they part ways. So it's like I know this is going to be a question stuck in our head for a long time oh, yeah. now. Uh, it was interesting that he did note that his mana capability was so great that he puts him on par with Laplace, mm-hmm. the Demon God Laplace. So that was that was an interesting kind of note there even though it's technically just him saying a passing comment um we can we have a name for him you can put a name down there now yeah i can i can pop the name <laughs> in there i don't i don't like even if it says something in the things i don't want to put in there because i don't want to if it's mentioned later i'm like oh that's that dude that was no i don't want to do that but um i knew that he was probably gonna be the dragon god because of the scales and the dragon kind of turning away from him which again now at this point looking back seeing the dragon you know cry at him and he literally just stand there like what are you doing <laughs> um doesn't doesn't really fear him but no it's like um the other interesting thing in this entire thing was again he technically mentioned uh you know your rejure and that must be rudy or uh that must be Eris. i don't we can't deal with that right now um so excuse us and then later on when eris attacks him to protect rudy he knocks her back and says you're 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 get you're you're building your strength a lot better or you've gotten better but you're not polished. So again, it, it keeps implying this idea that my theory is that he's foreseeing in the future, Eris will be in, at least Eris, and also probably Rajard, uh will be involved in some sort of team that will be something significant later. And that he's seeing that she's honing her skill and getting stronger. Why else would he care to know how she's improving? She must be significant for something in the story. Right. Or at least the world itself. So yeah, and that 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 leans that leans more towards the idea that um, their party will probably be on their side at some point. Which that do would you think that would that would for right now dealing with it. Do we deal with it, it now or bad. later? Yeah, it doesn't mean bad. Technically. Yeah. So it, it, that that's that's an interesting a, deal an with interesting it. Can idea. be that I have to tell you to go to this fortress to take down this thing, or I have to I have to cue you in on something. Right. But we're not doing that right now. It doesn't necessarily have to be deal with it as in kill because you tech. Well, unless he unless there's a pre-established idea that he doesn't want to affect the future, and if right. he were to kill them now, if he needs to kill them later. Like, oh, well, I can just kill them right now. They're right in front of me. Mm-hmm. But anything they touch going forward will be in chaos. So he wants to maintain time, so to speak. And so he doesn't, he doesn't want to get involved with that. Which that yet. would explain the, um, the yeah, outro. He, yeah, he killed her in front of him. The outro. <laughs> yeah, that does technically explain the outro. The whole kind of uh, silhouette of, yeah. of him. They've never seen what he looked like. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty cool, pretty cool thought. I didn't think about that. 
But now that you mention it, yes, that technically does finally explain why he's always a sky silhouette for mm-hmm. everything, because that's what technically the Dragon God always seeing whenever he looked at their adventure, I guess. Which, um, yeah, cool stuff, cool stuff. I think that's it. I think that's everything that happened. I, I, I got a kick out of the... It was cute, but funny at the same time, the idea of him hugging Eris, and she's like, I'm going to punch you, and he's like, okay, bonk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eris was super happy that he was alive, so. Yeah, crazy stuff. And it sucks. Two more episodes. Only two more episodes, Chris. I don't really want to think about all that, so let's just stop. <laughs> Only two more episodes. It sucks. Um, I don't know what 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 would you what do you want to be kind of completed by the end of this core because it it's 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 great that we know selfie. more is coming we it's great that we know more is coming we they reunite selfie. with selfie we need selfie so reunite I, with selfie have, that's it I have been missing selfie desperately for a long time yeah but what do you think she's gonna be there's no because they're going In they're the going back to the they're going obviously they're going back to the hometown so yeah I guess <laughs> technically selfie could have found some way to get back home before everybody else but. Yeah, that's a struggle. And and it's funny, what do you think do you think Sylphie's gonna be a jealous type now? Possible. Um a Yandere type because she <laughs> hasn't seen him for so long and he's finally back and he's got some girl in tow. Well he she did go through some acting out, so Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I it, You don't think Mama's gonna be there, do you? Um I, no. I, I'm 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 half suspecting Mama's somewhere doing bad things. I can I can foresee what <laughs> bad things as in she's on the bad guy's side or something like that type. Where do you get that conclusion? I just just I'm just guessing. Just there's going to be one. There's going to be one that he's going to be conflicted with fighting against, and you know that's going to happen. That's going to be turning point three, where she, he has to fight against Mama. <laughs> I don't see Mom being combative to him. That, that, that she's too doughty. She's 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 released from. From Paul, yes, she can. She can totally well, go. She's been bad released. Guy. She's been released from Paul since he cheated on him with Aisha. Yeah, or Lily. I'm sorry, no, that would have been really bad. She is. <laughs> that would have been really bad if you cheated on Aisha. Go, she's gonna go full on bad guy. Yeah, I don't see that. <laughs> she's too doting. She's too doting. <laughs> oh, she might dote on on Rudy, but she's 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 totally on the bad guy side. I don't know. I I can see Zenith probably finding something that she needs to take care of before she comes back home, but I think. I think Zenith of all of them could get back home the quickest. Um, Sylphie might have struggles there, but I don't... Sylphie wasn't in contact with anybody when the Mana Disaster happened, right? Because I know, obviously, Paul had... Um, um, it starts with an N. I'm forgetting her Norn. name. Norn. Had Norn in her hands, in his hands, so they transferred together. Um, Lilia picked up Aisha the moment that that happened, so they were together. I think Zenith and, and Sylphie were kind of on their own, so they're going to be separate. At least, again, implying based on the idea that so far we've seen two pairs that were transferred together and they were in contact. So, I'm seriously curious as to where, where Ghislaine is. I I don't see her to be the type that that just gets caught in any way, shape, or form. She's the one that she she probably went hunting for Rudy right away. Well, that, that's the nice thing to, to note is that technically uh, the two biggest concerns for being separated is Norn and Aisha. And thankfully they were both with somebody that was – well, Aisha wasn't with somebody strong, Lilia, but they're at least – we know they're safe. But Norn is with her father, so she's safe. Sylphie is the only one that's the question mark because Sylphie is powerful. She does have – she does know magic. 
but she's not Zenith. She's not Paul. She's not super powerful. So the only one that remains to be a concern right now is where Sylphie, because she's not that powerful. Gislaine and, Z- and Zenith, we don't care because they're going to be able to probably kill anybody that touches them. But Gislaine is going to save uh, uh, Eris at some point. You know that's going to happen. Mm, eh, I don't know. Z- I, I think right now Eris is probably on par with Gislaine. I don't know. I don't. Well, close, close. She just became a warrior. Gislaine is a sword god. Well, but she hasn't been given or a, a sword title. King. Excuse me, sword king. Yeah, but Eris hasn't been given a title or anything like that. She's he just says that she, she's a warrior, as in you're strong now. She's you probably are, in you're a depth. fighter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's doing some incredible stuff. So I think that she's up there. I think at some point they mentioned um, her being of a status. Was it? Was it Geeseline that gave her a status? I, I remember her being called something. Maybe a... That wasn't a king. I don't know. Anywho, lots of fun stuff. Looking forward to more. But I hope you guys enjoyed this little quick jobless cast for episode 20 and 21. But uh, yeah, we hope you all enjoyed. And y'all take care. Oos! Oh,